Hello. 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 What the fuck is going on, guys? What's up? <laughs> you guys are live right now on the Zach Moonshine Show with Metal Devastation Motherfucking Radio, man. We just got done blasting shapeshifters, man. Fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, dude. man. Oh, hell yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Fuck yeah, Thank man. Pleasure to be here, bud. Fuck yeah, dude. Dude, pleasure to fucking have you guys here, man. Fucking uh, pleasure to fucking bless our fucking eardrums with that fucking shit, man. Fucking awesome, dude. Oh, glad you love it. Thank you so much. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. So so tell us, man, what the fuck is going on in the world of Illusion of Fate, man? Uh, well, uh, we've got a, a lot planned for next year. Uh, a lot of it's still in the works right now, but uh, we're not slowing down, that's for sure. Just pumping out singles right now. Got a bunch of announcements we're getting ready to make. So just keep an eye on us. That's all I can say right now. Any of yeah, those? We any, got, any of those oh, announcements I'm, that you can tell us tonight, man? Uh I don't. Well, actually, <laughs> one of them. One of them. Uh, we're gonna in March. Um, we're going on the road with uh, our friends in Yotuma. Uh, we're doing a couple weekends across uh, the Midwest. Nice. A uh, mm-hmm. handful of dates planned with them. So. We're probably coming to a city near you. Uh, I know for sure one of the confirmed dates. We're playing Iowa, uh, Gabe's. I believe it's Gabe's Iowa yeah, City Gabe's Iowa with city. Uh, with Pit Lord. Pit Lord yeah. is a really awesome uh, yeah. barbecue themed death metal yeah. band. If you haven't heard of them, so shout out to our boys in Pit Lord. We're big fans. Pit Lord, yeah, they're super. They, awesome. they love barbecue, and we are all, with the exception of Brian teetering the line so yeah those guys those guys are badass man yeah i did some i did some uh pr for those guys as well man i know them well dude. oh sick very yeah. cool man nice. fuck yeah fuck yeah man what? one of the very few bands i can pull off like a, a backtrack drum like they're like a lot of bands do it but it's like they can pull it off they sound really big despite only being two people so oh yeah what do they do like- featured pile do it the best yeah what do they do? Like bring a fucking barbecue grill up on the stage? Yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah, we play with them. They put like the what? They put the laptop in the grill, and then they had some like red LEDs, and then like a fog machine coming oh, out. Oh man, you know? that's so cool. it looked. It, it was so cool. It was so awesome. That is cool, man. I mean, yeah, that's got to be hard to do something like that with just two people. Without a drummer and everything like that, but that's cool that they oh, yeah. do something like that to make the best of it, you know, and just make it. I'm, they make it work. Hell they yeah. make it work. Hell yeah! Well, that would be cool, man. You guys coming to Tennessee? Yeah. Uh, we're hoping to eventually. We're really, uh, we're trying to. to. Yeah, yeah, it's. I mean, we're still, uh, we're still trying to do our best to get out there, and it's it's rough when you don't have like a whole lot of contact. So it's just kind of getting a hold of the right people to make it. Uh, make hey, something happen. Hey, 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 hey! You, you got me, man. What the fuck? That's true. <laughs> oh, we appreciate the, we appreciate the hell out of you, man. Come on now. Oh, yeah. We, we've, uh, we've seen, you know, we've seen what's going on with uh, uh, metal devastation. You guys, especially putting us on like that too. You know, uh, you guys have been pushing our single, and we really appreciate yeah. that. It's been making the rounds and uh, definitely making us feel good. That's for sure. Yeah, it was, it was funny. You know, when I first did that. I didn't even realize right away that 
there was a casket robbery uh, connection in there. I somehow fucking missed it. I don't know what the fuck, man. And then later on, later on, I figured that out, and I was like, "Whoa, dude!" It's a it's a well kept secret on accident. Uh, It seems (laughs) like a common thing. Uh, Me and Brian have had people give us their full blown opinions on casket robbery. Uh, not knowing we're in the band, it's yep. like, they'll be going like on about it for five minutes. And be like, cool. Well, thanks, man. Appreciate that. They're like, what? <laughs> yeah, it it is cool. It, it happens. Well, it it's cool because uh, it's a completely different animal. Like, this is a totally different musical thing. And uh, yeah, it makes it fun, you know, to do uh, both mm-hmm. bands and have them be different. So you know, playing the same thing, you know. I'm sure the double duty uh, definitely is interesting uh, on their end. Uh, we went on tour with them earlier this year. Uh, I think what seven seven dates or something like that throughout the Midwest. And uh, Brian and Austin here had to do double duty every night, and they had already been on tour for what a week prior, two weeks prior. Two, yeah, weeks. But it was it was fun. It was cool. Uh, I kind of like playing the two sets because I only have to set my drums up once. Uh, it, well, one of the shows we had to, uh, on and off, and that was you know it adds to the tiringness of it for sure, having to do the load on and off stage twice. Um, but I don't know. I, I like playing twice. You know, more uh, bang for your buck in terms of your time. You know, you're there either way. So more blast beats is always better for me. Fuck also, yeah. easiest changeovers ever. True, true. Yeah, it was literally just me and Kevin get off stage, and then you yeah. just sit there, twiddle your thumbs. And- oh, and like out of everybody, we have uh, probably the least gear, so it's even yeah. even better. <laughs> Hell yeah! Well, well, since you guys are all here, I do got to say, man, Brian and Austin, you guys fucking destroyed it this year at the festival, man. Fucking holy shit, oh. man! Oh. Thank you. Can I, uh, tell you something you may uh, not know about the festival. Uh, Brian's too too tough of a guy to say anything, but uh, when we played, Brian was extremely sick with food poisoning. Really? While we played, uh, oh yeah, he was puking his brains out just minutes before we went on. So that's uh, rough. Yeah, it wasn't a, a fun one for Brian. I don't know, Brian. Do you want to tell him about that? It was not fun. It was agonizing, but. I- <laughs> The alternative not playing is not happening, so I had fun. Well fucking A, man. You pulled you pulled it off, dude. You know actually that 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 makes me uh think of something I wanted to ask you because I know we had talked earlier that day and uh I was asking you about jumping out into the crowd and fucking doing your thing with the bass and but you didn't do that. But you still you still kicked ass, but I was wondering about that. I was like did something happen or maybe it was just too wild or, you know, like, but I guess that fucking answers it right there, man. You were just, you were just trying to hold <laughs> it, was, it down, uh, man. <laughs> yeah. I was not able to move very much beyond just good old laid back, just foot on the drum riser, just keep it low key. Oh shit. You were still fucking moving, dude. You guys were head banging. You were, you were doing the fucking thing. I don't, I don't think anybody out there noticed that anything was going on. I mean, Brian's an animal on stage. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah. Brian will never admit it, but you know, like Hayden and I specifically, when uh, when Brian joined the band uh, and we started playing live, like I 
can say for myself, I was taking cues from him because like oh, I didn't know what I was doing. Brian had the experience, so it's like, don't discredit yourself, bud. You're tough. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's, uh, he's, taught, tough. he's taught us a lot. He's taught us <laughs> how to have more stage presence and all that. He's badass. Hell yeah. Hey, I mean, yeah, brother. My philosophy has just always been: if you can't get into your own music, how do you expect other people to? Exactly. That's a good. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking People, of speaking of your own music, man, uh, Illusion of Fate, dude. Like, tell us about this band. Like, how did this how did this get started, and how long have you guys been doing it? Hey, uh, before we give you the official one, I can give you like the the funny long and short of it. So, in the in the beginning, Austin and Brian weren't involved. It was just Hayden and I. And we were doing a little, uh, like a grindcore death metal project called Festering Anal Flesh. Uh, as a joke, we would like, <laughs> we would write and record songs in one session. Like the first song we recorded, I just did vocals and like didn't, uh, didn't write any lyrics, just did like rhythms and stuff. And then, uh, Shortly after that, Hayden asked me to do vocals on another project, and I'm pretty sure after what it was uh, as Animals Dream, the yeah. recording of that, you were like, "So you're uh, you're in the band, right?" Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean that's pretty much it. He, yeah, that's pretty much it. He like, just gaslit yeah. me into being in a band. Uh, <laughs> yep, it's all it's all my fault. Sorry, guys. <laughs> that's the funny version of it. I'm sure Hayden can go in depth of like. Because he had a lot of the songs for the first EP were written before I even, like, joined or did anything with him, so... Oh, yeah, so, like, so I essentially started penning out the ideas for, like, Legia and As Animals Dream and all that, like, all the songs from the first EP. I started penning those ideas out in college while I was going to music recording school, and, um... And it was it was all after the previous band I had been in had kind of dismantled, and so I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm sick of people like not pulling their weight and just nothing getting done. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna learn how to I'm gonna figure out how to write songs, and I'm gonna figure out how to record it, and I'm just gonna start putting stuff out, and something's got to stick at some point. And so I just spent the next like two years just penning out song ideas and all that two or three years and then settling on some which ended up being our first ep emerging sentience and then and then kevin came in you know and so we started from there and then yeah i mean that's that's really the short and sweet of it um it was born out of frustration. <laughs> it was born out of frustration, just wanting to do something, you know. Because I've, you know, I've, 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 I've wanted to be a, uh, be in a metal band for as long as I can remember, and you know, hopping around from different project to different project with people. Like I said, no one really committing to anything, and no one really pulling with their weight and all that, and like you know. The excuses after excuse, you know, I was just done with it. Yeah. So I was like, you know, yeah. fuck it. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to do it. And if it sucks, it sucks. At least I did it, you know. And, I mean, here we are. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah, I, that's, 
I totally, I totally understand everything that you just said right there. Like that's that's what that's why I fucking uh, made made. I did. I went through the same fucking thing, and I just said fuck it and made a one man band and just did everything myself. But, oh yeah, yeah. That's the way. But of course, you can't fucking you know. I mean, I guess you could go play live like that. It would be pretty fucking hard, but I do. Well, but I mean, it turned oh. into this, and it, it brought me to, to doing this, and here here we are with this. I mean, know, so I'd say it's been you, pretty successful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're yeah, killing it, it, man. It worked out for you. Yeah, it totally worked. I mean, you could always just like play black metal, because then like being a one man band is just totally the norm. Because you know, generally speaking, you know, it's. We don't go outside. We don't. We don't have friends. Yeah, so. <laughs> we, we we don't actually put on the white corpse paint. We're just that pale. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna ask you, like, uh, as far as your live live show, what kind of? Uh, I mean, for anybody who's never seen you guys live, what could they expect at a live show? Like, what kind of? Ooh. What do you guys bring to the stage, man? All right. Intensity. Uh, yeah, it's uh. It's like a black metal atmosphere, but with like a death metal attitude. So it's like really yeah. high energy, but it's like a little less or it's a little more thought out than just like really chunky riffs. And like, I don't know, I we all go really hard. Like we're coming well, off stage sore and soaked oh yeah. and the paint's dripping off of our face and we're just getting into it, you know, getting getting mean. You know, when 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 Brian joined the band and he, this is kind of going back to uh, him kind of teaching me and Kevin, like you gotta about, you know, really getting into it on stage. Um, and so over the years, I've really, as I've seen other bands live, like there's definitely a lot of bands that just kind of sit there and stare at their instrument mm -hmm. and versus the bands that you can see, they're actually up there having a good time. You know, who's more fun to watch so I kind of, I, I, you know, I think we take that kind of philosophy and we apply it. Like we try to give you as much of a performance as possible. You know, and we're always working to improve that performance. I mean, we've got a few ideas of how we can improve our stage setup next year. Um, so we always bring our A game. We always try to uh, just really stand out be as like sonically vicious as we can you know try and be as intense while at the same time just like captivating you know I, I, that's, uh, that's yeah that's that's the best way i can kind of explain it i tend to say a lot of dumb stuff on stage too so you know you'll get a good laugh or two in the set probably oh man like lighthearted like a couple stand-up moments for you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like that time you embarrassed your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, our, uh, this before, uh, this was that. before Austin joined our band, but we played a show and we used backtrack drums. And this is what I was kind of getting at before when I was saying, like, not a lot of bands can pull off backtrack drums. We uh, realistically thought we could, and I, I we're better off having a live drummer, but... Uh, our, our uh, backtracker kind of started to go out on us. So while Hayden was figuring that out, I'm just trying to fill the dead air. And uh, I made a, a joke that my, uh, my now fiance uh, definitely laughs at. Like her and I have a similar sense of humor. That was crickets in that crowd, though. It was a lot of like, oh, I can't <laughs> believe you just said that. You should tell me. <laughs> 
Yeah, we're good. <laughs> You're good. All right. Doesn't need to hear the crickets again. Yeah, listen, I'm I mean, not, I'm not trying to ruin my my stand up shot. <laughs> well, if this know, metal doesn't work out, comedy is my next uh, my next endeavor. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There's our opening act. <laughs> you stand up. Dude, I always, like I always said, uh, and music. I think, uh, I think a revolutionary idea would be uh, a touring band has a comedian MC and open for them by doing like a five or a ten minute stand up bit where they just uh, they just roast the bands that are playing the set. <laughs> like, dude, that'd be great. <laughs> That's. That yeah yeah you gotta have comedy dude like that's one of the fucking uh that's one of the main reasons why I always bring Chris Grant out to the fucking uh to the Tennessee Metal Devastation Music Fest because he's just fucking crazy and he's hilarious but he just gets up there and just talks so much shit about just random shit and it's it's, it's entertaining well, man awesome. it keeps it keeps the day going you know um another especially bit. with all the changeovers too like you know yeah like it adds like a flow to it like when kind it could it could lose it from, but it doesn't you know kind of helps it from there being any dead air or anything definitely but yeah as far as what, like what you guys are talking about you know i think that's something that is so fucking important that oh, yeah. uh you know a lot of younger bands really need to to understand <laughs> if they don't know it already you know like it's just to be entertaining on the stage is is a whole other mm-hmm. animal, you know. Like, it's it's one thing to make really great music, but to get out there and and really entertain a crowd and keep them interested, you know, when there's so much different stuff, because it's just the way the world is nowadays. You know, everybody's hit with so much fucking stuff constantly. Oh, yeah. Their attention well, spans are shorter, you know, and it's just you got to keep them fucking interested, you know, and keep them engaged you know and uh yeah i mean they paid for a performance they paid for a show all i'm gonna say is you'll never see a group of fat guys move around as much as we do so (laughs) we're like an elite offensive lineup there yeah it's we're (laughs) we're not small people (laughs) no we're not it's a wonder we all fit in the same van yeah Hell yeah, dude! Hell yeah, man! Well, uh, tell us, like, as far as as far as your uh, as far as your music, man, uh, lyrical concepts and themes and stuff like that. Like, what are you guys talking about in your songs, man? What 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 are some of the? Well, I uh, I I try to when I'm. Kind of going back on what you were saying before is everybody's kind of getting hit with so much stuff and like everything kind of can be really overbearing. I try to take a lyrical approach that's a little more uh, fantasy fiction escapism, you know, where it's like there's always like a message, you know, because in in fiction, there's always like philosophy rooted at its like foundation. So I, I guess a lot of the songs, especially the newer ones that we're releasing are uh, a little more on like the doom and gloom kind of uh, apocalypse kind of weird rapture theme and uh, just like the build up to uh, like a rapture with the exception of like one song, which uh, it was a single we released just before uh, Shapeshifters, like a couple weeks prior. That one uh, has a near and dear place in my heart 
Well, I wrote that one uh, about uh, like the possibility of me dying and then my consciousness being reincarnated into that of a crab. And then I have to like, I'm just navigating the crab realm, you know, or just, it's about crabs and that's what it's about. Yeah, it's literally just about crabs. I wrote a song about wanting to be, become a crab. No, no. <laughs> yet. I don't know. Crabs are kind of majestic in their own right. So I just kind of <laughs> wanted to be a crab one day. <laughs> yeah. I was telling people, listen, listen to this, listen to this this interview because at some point Kevin's going to start talking about crabs yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's cool man but a lot of it I mean I guess a lot of it's more like witchcraft and like fantasy kind of stuff like shapeshifters is about uh, uh, like falling prey to a cult leader a wicked uh, like death cult leader kind of deal and uh, you know we got a bunch of other ones uh I mean, Emerging Sentience, the majority of that one was, I think, like, the framework was written by Hayden, mostly. I think I only really did the one song on there, but uh, we had an EP prior called King of Serpents, and that one's about a, a, a wretched warlock conjuring a demon and bringing forth the destruction of humanity and uh, kind of just falling further into the void. So, I mean, I guess basically like a D&D campaign but in music form basically what we're saying is there's tons of chicks at our shows <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> literally I did write a song about circumcision too so there's that we haven't released that one yet but you know <laughs> it's coming yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> the dick song is coming <laughs> Nice. Oh man. So uh so so uh the new, the name of the band, how did you guys come up with that, man? Is there a story behind that? Man. That was our that was our first drummer. I I don't know where he came up with that. He just kinda He just kinda came up and one day and he's like, How about Illusion of Fate? I was like, huh. I like that. I think Kevin. I think you were there, or is that right before? No, no, joined? that was uh, that was before I joined. Because uh, at that point, I remember you were talking about the project, and uh, I was still in California at that time. So that's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I saw uh, an interview uh, you guys did. Like when I first joined the band, I was like watching interviews you guys oh, had bloody news and stuff. Uh, where Josh was talking about that, and he said it's like it's like about the like like concept of like free will if we have it or if we don't, you know. He read a lot of Kant and a lot of like Nietzsche and stuff like that. I think I think a lot of his influence was like classical that kind of sense. philosophy. That makes sense. Yeah. Hell yeah. But, I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. What were you gonna say? Oh, no, no, no. I was, I was just going to say, I mean, yeah, that's, that sounds like, that sounds like, uh, that sounds like him. That sounds like Josh. That sounds like something he would come up, he would come up with. But I mean, yeah, he literally just came up to me one day and was just like, Hey, what about illusion of fate? And I was like, oh, that, I, I kind of like that. You know, what? let's go with that. Let's go with that. And, and like, if we think of something better, we'll go with that. But I don't know. It's Here we are. Stuck. 
Yeah, here yeah. we are. <laughs> yeah. Pretty bitchy name. It's a cool name. <laughs> you know, the cool thing about it is when you Google search it, I don't. There's not like a whole bunch of fucking bands with the same name that come up. You know? oh, it's yeah. just anime. It's just anime. <laughs> oh like, my God. It's, it, there's like a romance novel, and then there's a bunch of weird anime. Uh, I've just looked kidding. it up, We're and I'm just anime. like, Sorry. I don't. I don't understand, but you know what? I'm with it. We'll get the anime crowd. They're cool. Man, I can't tell you how many bands will, will fucking have the same fucking band name, dude. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? It's so oh, frustrating, yeah, dude. Because, like, you, you're trying to tag fucking people and shit, and then you'll end up tagging the wrong ones because they've all got the same fucking Facebooks handles them. Yep. Come on, yep. man. <laughs> it's even worse in black metal in general because everybody wants to be, like, church burner or something like that you know where it's like oh this is a slavic term and it's like well there's like nine other bands that use that google translate or, feature you know say like the like the deathcore bands <laughs> like i love them but like verb of like, noun some of y'all like yeah you, you get more creative with your names i'm sorry you have like the same name as like 12 other bands but. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't. I don't see how they do that. Like, did you not Google search the fucking shit first? Man? Right, like, come on, man. That's what we did. Just that's go what look. we did when we when we when we did ours. Uh, when when Josh suggested it, I like first thing I did was I googled it, and there was no one. Just the anime of the romance novels. So I was like, all right, bet let's right, do it. That's us. That's us. <laughs> Honestly, if I can be associated with anime and romance novels, I'm, you know, we're already winning in black metal, so. <laughs> we did it. We did it, guys. Hell yeah, man. Well, this new single is fucking badass, dude. I definitely look forward to hearing uh, another full length from you guys soon, man. Is there any oh. date or anything like that? Ooh. Ooh. Well... Um- we uh we have a we we're not solidified entirely yet, but we we have a date in mind. It's coming early early next year. Just we'll late, get there. Late spring, late yeah. spring. We'll say that. Yeah, it's like we we're the band right now that only has the ability to post big things coming soon. So which we did. Yeah, that's a good thing, man. <laughs> and I mean, big things are coming. Next year's I mean, going to be a, a year. That's for sure. Next year's going to be a, a, a great year for us. We've been putting in a lot of hard work for this release. We've been, uh, what, this past since, gosh, about last. We started demoing winter, it. Yeah, right around yeah. this time last year, actually. Well, we started um, demoing uh, some of the songs even earlier. Uh, I, yeah, I think we, uh, we demoed a song right after King of Serpents release. And that was yep. The, that's right. We did. That's right. That was twenty one. So yeah, I, I mean, it stands to reason. I'm already demoing ideas and songs for like album two. Like we have a we have a whole process where I just write a shitload of songs, and then we just kind of go through and cherry pick whatever we like the most, um, and then we kind of build off of those songs. You know, add the little changes here, you know, here and there. What do we think the song needs, this and that. Um, so, I mean, yeah, the whole demoing and recording process takes a little while, but then, you know, 
then once once we got a solid foundation, then we uh. Not to mention, I think uh, we really got the, I mean, got the ball rolling. We uh. I mean, we do everything ourselves on top of that. So it's yes. like we're taking on, I mean, I guess to most fans, they're just like, oh, yeah, we did that too. But like to us, uh, it's we're still learning along the way. So like, for instance, Hayden does virtually all of our production. Uh, yep. I think we got a little bit of help on the drums, but um, we got a lot of help on yeah. drums, Austin. Yeah, yeah. Austin like recorded the drums. uh um, but yeah, like, so I, I guess the whole process of just doing everything, like it's while we're still learning, it's just like a lot. So, I mean, especially shout out to Hayden. Like it sounds amazing, you know? Yeah, it does. Thank you. And Thank you. Given I mean, where I know that it was recorded, I can be like, wow, that actually sounds amazing considering I'm stuffed in a closet recording vocals, you know? Oh Yeah. That that's uh that's another funny thing uh, I want to mention. So like we record all the stuff except the drums. Austin Austin did the drums in, in his spot, but all the reamping, all the vocals, bass, all that stuff, it's done in the second bedroom of my apartment. And so we Fuck just yeah. run some lines into the closet, you know, which has got all of our my wife and I's holiday crap and this and that and there. And so it's like perfect for isolation because there's so much shit in there. But that's when we got Kevin, you know, recording vocals. So like... Remember, Kevin's got his like, Christmas cheer on doing black metal vocals. <laughs> yeah, Hell yeah. <laughs> and it's hot in there too. I'm too fat and it's hot in there, man. It's a sauna. Dude, you're fucking sweating in like, in like the middle of winter. She's yeah, dude, it's it's warm, man. It's I mean, fat guy in small spaces. I don't know, you know. I'm not a doctor. It's probably a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the, the, all these sing- uh, the two singles we got out in this album. I mean, it's it's all DIY, dude. It's all all the magic's happen happens here, where you know, in in our in my apartment. Um, but thank you. Yeah, I I. I I spent a long time uh, just really refining this mix and then, you know, having the guys listen to it. Uh, Brian came over a bunch and we would sit down and just work on it for hours after work. Yeah. Um, just, you know, making, but, you know, as, as, as it gets closer and closer to the final product, it's, it, it gets really, um, I don't know if tedious is the right word, but you like you make one little EQ adjustment here, mm-hmm. and then you got to balance it, and yeah. then, you know, upload it to the drive, then you run out to your car and play it. All yeah. right, does it sound good here? Okay, <laughs> it sounds good here. Does it sound good on headphones? Okay, cool. You know, oh, let's go try your car. Let's make sure it sounds good in there. Oh, it sounds there's a little too much of uh, this in the bass or in the guitar, so it's just like running and running around and i you know i'm pretty sure my neighbors thought i was crazy or something but whatever no hell yeah (laughs) dude dude you gotta do the car test man like that's that's mandatory man i don't care what what kind of monitors what kind of headphones you got whatever you got in your studio it does not matter you always have to go out to the car and check it there man because that's where that's where you not agree more 
I could not uh, agree more. Dude, that's where everyone listens to their music. Mm-hmm. It's it's car first and then, you know, on their headphones. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was watching one of Glenn Fricker's fucking videos, man, because I love that guy, man. Oh, dude, and, I love Glenn. And he, he was shit. saying, you know, he was like, you know, I even take, he was like saying that he even takes his fucking laptop sometimes out to the car and just hooks it up and just does yeah. some of the mixing there in the car because. Oh, I've yeah, done dude, that. Dude, if I. Oh, have you? I didn't know that. yeah. That's cool. Yeah, if I if I don't have a laptop, I just got a desktop set up. But thinking next next computer, I get a laptop, you know, so I can do just that. You know, go into the car, hook it up, and mix in there for a little bit. Make sure it sounds good in there. Because yeah, Glenn's right. Yeah, hell yeah. All praise Glenn. Yeah, oh, fuck yeah! <laughs> I, man. I love his channel, dude. I he's... watch that. I watch it religiously. <laughs> I, I learned so much fucking shit from him it's fucking insane man fucking oh yeah love that guy dude speaking I, of I, oh. speaking of yeah. uh of the recording process and all that for all the gearheads out there including myself man like what kind of stuff are you guys using to get these sounds man what kind of amps pedals well, let me tell you, I have the most advanced microphone known to man. It was carved from meteorite and blessed by Anton LaVey himself. It's a pretty standard sure, uh, what, 50, uh, 57, I think? 58. 58, yeah, the, the one that everybody It's It's really heavy, too, man. I Honestly, like I don't understand why these guys complain loading on. You know, I got the hard part. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that mic weighs a lot. <laughs> oh, and you can't forget uh, my the most uh, important part of gear my my swag. True. true. The Riz, as the kids say. I don't think you're using that right there, buddy. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm I'm 30, so I don't know what these kids are doing. But did, did you guys use all plugins on this? Was it all was it all yeah, so, like through stuff like that or? So so yeah, we used the fifty eight, you know, for Kevin's vocals because I, you know, I was like, all right, we want, I don't want there to be too big of a difference, you know, vo- tone shift wise vocally. I mean, I know fifty eight's not the best for recording metal vocals, but also at the same time, like. You know, I didn't want it to sound like I didn't want it to sound like over polished because, like, you know, the stuff we make is gritty. So I right. wanted it to still kind of have that edge. So I figured, all right, well, fifty-eight, like that's standard live, and you know, I'll just sounds good. Throw distortion on him um, from his vocals, and there we go. And that's honestly how we how we got his vocals. Um, as for guitars, I did a little bit of. I, I reamped everything. Um, I reamped the rhythms through my Marshall um, MG100 HDFX with the JCM900. I, uh, I'm pretty sure it's got the Celestian GT75s in there. Shout um, out, Mark Curta. No, no, no. That what what Mark let me let me use was his JCM800. Uh, oh, that. Um, his tube head. Uh, with some vintage 30s in his cab, and that's what I used to record the uh, the leads in all my parts. Oh, cool! Um, so you and were, then I'll... so you guys were actually miking cabs. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. So I used a 57 on the cab as well as a, a co-worker of mine let me borrow his uh, Biodynamic M160 uh, ribbon microphone, which, man, that's... Uh, that microphone is sexy as fuck, dude. I, <laughs> I definitely want to get myself one. That was uh that was perfect. Shout out to Jake. Thank you, dude, for letting me borrow that. Um so yeah, you know, blend fifty seven and then the M one sixty and then um I combined it with the Amsim. Uh I use I my default go to is the uh neural PSP Gojira. Yeah. Um dude, Ooh. that thing like it, you, it cannot sound bad. It cannot sound bad. And then I, you know, I throw the Jens Bogren IRs on there, and it's just oh man, it's so it's so great. I love it. I love it. Um, so that's how we did guitars, and then bass. Uh, we just you know direct again using Neural their their dark glass, um, their dark glass uh, VST, um, and then for drums. Uh, Awesome. What did you all use again? Oh, man. I don't even, my <laughs> I honestly don't even remember. Um, I'm sorry. But, uh, I mic'd all my uh, drums up. Uh, I used um, three different uh, room mics. I used a mic uh, about probably like five feet in front of my drums, uh, pointed just right at the middle of the kit. Um, and then I used uh, two other uh, overhead mics. Uh, one pointed at the wall to kind of get the like uh, reflection, and then another one. I have a vocal booth uh, in the studio where my drums are at, and I put a mic in the vocal booth actually. And that one uh, sounded really cool too because it, uh, you know, it being a separate room, it kind of just got a cool sort of like distant sound. So. Uh, yeah, I use that, and then I also, when I uh, mix the drums, I uh, I, I uh, had a friend of mine show me a trick uh, how you can make, like, a artificial room sound. So I put all my uh, drums through this, like, artificial room sound with this reverb, and then I mixed it with the room sound I got with those microphones. So it got a cool uh, sort of, I don't know, just like a natural sound to it while still having the punch that, yeah. you know, you would want like in a modern metal sort it of felt recording. Live. So. It felt more live, but with that kind of polished edge to it. Yeah. I, yeah. I wanted it to have like, I wanted it to sound clean and to cut really hard, but I didn't want it to lose the like feeling of it being a real drum performance or anything. So, yeah. Uh, I tried not to edit too much of the stuff either and left the takes more raw, which sometimes when I listen back, I'm like, oh, I should have I should have fixed that or something, but it is that what is. it is. And I kind of honestly like uh, more raw drum recordings in general, and I wish that was more of a thing still. And in black metal, it's definitely a thing. So, I mean, it works. People see the corpse pain and they don't expect us to be good right away, so it's like perfect, <laughs> you know? We just like yeah. exceed expectations every time. Every time, without fail. <laughs> Just by lowering them so so drastically low. So hey, we don't have to talk about that. We don't got to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds fucking badass, dude. Like, it definitely fucking works, man. Fucking, uh, yeah, man. I love all that shit that you're talking about, dude. Fucking, I love all that kind of stuff, man. I'm, I'm 
totally into all that, dude. Oh, Thank you, yeah. man. Oh, yeah, bro. There's oh, yeah. A, a song on the album that has like a long blast beat where it like fades out with the drum mics, but you can just hear the room mics echoing out as like the last thing before it keeps fading out. And that's like that's where you can really tell with that's gonna be on know, our next all those single and stuff like that. that yeah, that's so, our next yeah, single, uh, yep. our next one uh, that'll be coming out soon. And that's yeah. actually for a song we've been playing uh, live now for the last. Yeah, if, if you saw us on the Midwest now. Estimation tour, you you heard the song. You know, like when we you know, toured yeah. with Cast Robbery, we were March. playing that. Yeah, it's it's a stay. It's it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a staple in our set because there's actually uh, there's the video of us playing it live where the uh, the one generator cuts out, so all you can hear is Brian's bass and the drums. <laughs> oh yeah, we yeah. So we played a show <laughs> over the summer. It was just it, it was some barnyard burner kind of show, middle of summer. And for whatever reason, mid set, the PA system cuts out. I think like a, I think like an amp or something lost power, and so it shut the whole PA off, uh, except for Brian who was using his cab at the time. But like me and Austin's in ears were still going, so like we didn't even know. And then at the a- after the show, people were like, man, you guys. You guys killed it. Like even when the power went out, like you guys were yeah. still going. We're like, wait, what? I just put the mic down and just started yelling into the crowd. Yeah, I didn't even know that. No, I didn't even catch that. I was so focused on like, you know, on you know, giving the best performance I could. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Well, speaking of that shit, man, have you guys officially uh, submitted to Metal Devastation Music Fest 2024? Oh, fuck yeah. I'm pretty sure I spammed you guys with, like, <laughs> four submissions, I think. I was like, I don't care. They're going to fucking see me. Yeah. We're, we got to play this shit. Uh, we got to play it. I'll that'll tell- probably be my, uh, my last show before my wedding then, too, so that'll be fun. That'll be a, you know... I think I would come down even as a spectator. I've already been in Raven's ear, man. I, I've been telling her. I've been like, oh, these guys, man. These guys, you gotta fucking check them out, man. Fucking. Uh, you know, and we'll be playing some new shit. We'll be playing some new shit off the off the album, and then uh, you know we'll we'll throw in some of the crowd favorites like uh, as the leaves fall and Legia. Oh, Legia is uh, a good one. If you want to see Brian run into the crowd, that's the song that he runs into the crowd for. There's always one. Brian goes missing. I don't know where he goes sometimes, and I just he reappears. There was one time you went in the bathroom while some dude was taking a piss. (laughs) With the bass, just like standing next to him or something, jamming. What the fuck? That's fucking awesome, dude. That needs to be on. That needs to be on video, man. Fuck. Well, the only time that um, I had the opportunity to have a GoPro attached to the headstock on my base, dirt like when I would be leaving the stage, apparently it didn't record. Oh, so that, yeah, I remember that. It'll happen one day. Some, so we, we, all right, we gotta redo that. Yes, we'll get it. We gotta we'll get, get it. That. Brian, run in the run in the bathrooms. Yeah, well, you know, there is a bathroom at at the venue where we have the fest at, man. It's right behind the stage. Like, it's pretty easy to get to. I'll do it. It's pretty fast. Brian, just run off. Run off into the forest. 
We'll have to set up some cameras in there or some shit. Oh, no, we'll get in trouble. <laughs> we'll, we'll, yeah. It'll be some, like, house footage, <laughs> kind of horror movie, like, Blair Witch style, just picked up with Brian running around. Fuck yeah, man. We'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. We'll right. get a POV we'll... of Brian one day. Yeah. But yeah, we've been, we've been, I've submitted, I've submitted, I don't know, I'm pretty sure one of you guys have submitted as well, so we're hoping we can make it down and share some of our, our new songs with you guys this year and finally meet you in person. Fuck yeah, man. Well, yeah, you're in there, dude, and we've been talking about it, man, so uh, we'll be Fuck in touch yeah. soon, man, I'm sure. Fuck yes. Well, Fuck yes. I'm about out of questions for you guys. Is there anything else you want to let the people know, man? Um, keep uh keep your ear to the ground 2024 for illusion of fate is going to be big and real quick most people would ask me what i would do if i didn't get this interview with you right now but i guess we'll never know it happened <laughs> Hell yeah. it happened um i'll say keep your eyes on our socials i mean we got a lot of sick announcements coming and you know we got a whole lot of new music coming out for you guys this next year we got we got a lot of cool shows gonna be hitting the road a bunch so you know let us know where you want to see us we want to come to you we want to come and play for you so comment on whatever post this will end up on or go on our page and spam us with where you want to see us and go to Bandcamp. today's yeah. Bandcamp friday man motherfuckers all you out there listening man oh, go to Bandcamp yeah. and go download shapeshifters among us asap yes. get our stuff off Bandcamp. help us help us fund this help Please. us do this um yeah stream our shit follow us on all social DM us sweet YouTube. nothings. I'll respond. Oh, he will. He will. Listen, Hell if yeah, you ever need respond. a pick me up and you ever need some motivation, DM the page and I'll maybe try to get back to you. I'll more than likely get back to you with some motivational uh you know, motivational advice. Illusion of counseling. Yes, illusion <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. I'm not licensed or anything. All of this is it's satire. Don't sue me. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. All right, well, guys. Oh, uh, yeah. Before I let you go, man, can I get you to make us a station tag real quick? Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Whenever you're ready, say something like, "This is illusion of fate," and you're listening to Metal Devastation Radio. All right. Kevin, you do this. All you're right. the vocalist, Kevin. Yeah, you're the vocalist. Yeah. What's up? This is King Morbid from Illusion of Fate. You're listening to Metal Devastation Radio. Hell yeah, brother. Fuck Hell yeah. yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Badass. Fuck yeah, man. Hey, can you do it in black metal voice? Oh, I got you. I got you. This is King Morbid from Illusion of Fate. You're listening to Metal Devastation Radio. Fuck yeah, man. Fuck yeah, dude. That's what I'm talking about right there, man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. This was a lot of fun. Thank you so yeah, much for having thank you. us. Yeah, dude. We are grateful. Man, thank th you. Thank you guys for taking the time to talk to us, man. Fucking, I'm going to blast some more Illusion of Fate for these motherfuckers so they can go crazy, all right? 
fuck yeah, yes. brother. Thank you so Thank much. You. Hell yeah. All right, man. We'll talk hey, to you guys you. soon, man. You have a great I night. appreciate it. Cheers. Thank you. Take care. Cheers. Have a good one, everyone. There you go, folks. Illusion of Fate live on the Zach Moonshine Show with Metal Devastation motherfucking radio. Like I said earlier, put your speakers in your fucking windows. Put them in your front lawns. Put them in your neighbor's driveway. Do whatever the fuck you got to do, man. If you're living in the basement, duct tape your speakers pointed at the ceiling. If you're in the attic, point your speakers at the floor, man. If you're in the back of a fucking Uber car or a taxi cab... Take your earbuds out of your fucking cell phone and crank that motherfucker up, man. Loud as a fuck. If you don't see U-Haul trucks everywhere tomorrow, what the fuck are you even doing, man? Crank it the fuck up. Uh